managed to wake up at five again. The old me is coming back to life. I'm very glad about that. But I kind of feel sad about the circumstances that led to the waking up early. Back on my throat feels funny, so I feel like the sniffles are coming in. So today I'm gonna to be crushing a lot of pineapple slices because when I was told that there's a higher vitamin C count in pineapples than it is in oranges, I completely switched it up. So today we're gonna to be doing a lot of that to just try and boost this thing on pause or to try and even stop it from becoming a full blown cold. You'd rather have a cold right before June kicks in so that you could actually know how far this thing's gonna go. So I apologize if I'm gonna be sounding stuffy for the next couple of days. Um, perfect way to sleep, perfect way to rise, and I'm even glad that I'm able to, uh, I can see a two hour gap in being able to make a couple of drawings come to life. Uh, bits and pieces of some corrections I was supposed to do for some artwork came to pass, and now that I'm about to jump into painting again, I'll, I'm just going to review the material that, that, that I've seen and the corrections that I'm supposed to do and jump into that. Like, I'm, I'm all deep in today because I'd like to see if the stuff that I prepared yesterday could actually be animated in the office and also maybe prepare another eight camera shots. Like, it would be great if I would hit the weekend having prepared at least 20 pieces of animation or maybe even completed animating at least 10 of them. Like, it, it's good to be practical sometimes. I'm optimistic, but practicality must wait supreme. Now, this morning I was really debating the topic I would talk about without actually using spoilers for the guys who are fans of Game of Thrones. And, I, and I'm, I'm not going to touch on Game of Thrones, but I'm going to use something that would kind of echo the, the reaction I had to how this particular season that came out recently was played out. And I'm going to use something from a period way back when. As the visual that uh, accompanies this podcast uh, is concerned, I'll put it this way. The topic I want to cover today is greed. Now, greed has been a heavy part of what we see in production of many TV shows and many films and all that. Like, I feel sometimes certain things do not require sequels. So, when sequels happen, even the production team behind them have a hard time. Visual is a representation of Michael Corleone from The Godfather series. Now, The Godfather movie, uh, Frank Coppola, the director, took the Mario Puzo book and from the documentary I watched, which is the anniversary of the movie, I don't know how factual this is, but from how my reflection of how that show was, the documentary that is, he said he was hoping to just do one movie and be done. But then when you come to production, production quality of certain shows, somebody will make the first movie, and after he makes the first movie, he decides, okay, I'm good, but the company that is paying the bills to make sure that the movie is made says, no, 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 we want another one. You have to do another film, because this is too big a cash cow for us to not really take care of that movie milk for everything it's worth. So, the second movie happened, and they tried to make it conclude at that point, and not move forward. Then they said, no, 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 look, we, we gotta go again. So they do a third one. So, in the end, I think outside looking in, I feel like they killed off one of the characters from the movie in order to make sure the movie have a perfect end or final end. And when you try and milk a product so aggressively, it ends up suffering the repercussions of those actions. And that's just the Godfather saga. But then let's take it to another level. If you look at um, the Harry Potter, uh, not, not Harry Potter actually, the, the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Now, the, in the initial trilogy, you could see the extent to which it was actually, because there's a huge body of work tied to it, they actually were able to stretch it as much as they could and complete the mission. And after they completed 
this is the position it was supposed to be okay great I'm gonna build it up but then success and greed comes back in and then you realize they wanted to make even more money from this particular product so they went to the Hobbit movies and the Hobbit movies were supposed to be maximum at least two but then they, they following the template of success they had before they pushed it to three films and Die Hard uh, uh, Hobbit and, and uh, Lord of the Rings readers kept on telling me that this thing wasn't supposed to be this long and by stretching it as hard as they stretched it it ended up watering down the quality of what was supposed to happen in the narrative now hearing that from the perspective of a person who actually read the, te- the text behind uh, the stories makes me completely get where they're coming from and actually have even more respect because they knew that perspective was important but they had to give it the same accord of respect in the execution now to have something like that happen sometimes waters things down and sometimes you know just business is business you're going to be forced to make moves that you may not be accustomed to or you may not want to be a part of but such is life as far as the, the, the series that just ended yesterday the way it was executed it simply meant someone jumped to the gun and I feel that there's an assumption of a lot of things that we're going to be complaining about how quickly material comes out but sometimes maybe taking the pause or maybe slowing things down in order to make the improvement of quality would be the best thing to go but Reed kind of counters that every single time take for example my case I've been telling myself okay I want to bring this book come to life I want to bring this come to life but then when circumstances don't allow me to do the thing I want to do initially I, I pull back I pause I pull away from the race and I take my time with it for every time I've taken a pause to create something else even though it was late it looked better than the initial product or it read better than the initial product that's something that I know commerce does not allow to happen but it's it's easier for you to have a foolproof plan when you get into the commerce side of things way before you get into doing it like every piece of advice I've been giving any person who's trying to get into comic books get into movies production and all that I've been telling them that I learn from my mistakes prep everything have a foolproof plan before you even walk into the space one of the events that I mean I'm a part of we told ourselves let's have a wish list and let's bring it once the wish list is already when we, we finally have someone who's always ready to fund us, we will be running around like headless chickens. I'm thinking that in this particular case of this particular show, when the successes of the initial seven seasons happened, the writers were hot on demand. And one of the people who made an offer, made them an offer they, ref- they could not refuse. And by taking the offer that they could not refuse, they decided to compromises and by making compromises it may end up countering the success they were hoping for it's a delicate balance when you get into entertainment because you're only as good as the last project you made and sometimes you may jump the gun for the success of it all and then you end up shooting yourself in the foot i think that's why a character uh, a director like Zack snyder had such a hard time and maybe it's just me but i think personally this is why i've never really taken him seriously past a certain number of movies the problem I had with this particular director is this. To very blatantly say that you're not married to the source material that what you're creating is allowed. Like You don't have to be because you could use the material to make a prequel or just a lead-up to what is supposed to happen in the stories. But when you take it to the extent where you actually think the quality of work being created or you're not trying to bring newcomers into 
whatever tail is made to work smoothly. Like you're not easing the glue, you're just going straight for the jugular. It ends up looking bad. And then also like greed also gives birth to a, a, a little bit of ego. And when you start having your ego starting to be the end all be all of how perception of product is going to be, we end up losing. In this particular case, I think that's the problem that happened. The Godfather saga was never supposed to be three movies. It was only supposed to be one movie. And because they made three movies, a lot of people keep on saying, like, well, the first one was good, but that took about so much. And nobody really enjoys being told that. But that's that's rather here of there. Commerce is commerce. You're gonna have to play this game whether you like it or not. And another another piece of um, entertainment I saw, it was um, I'd say as a fan of animation, it has to be um, this the series of movies called <laughs> actually the series apologies, the actual series dubbed Avatar the Last Airbender. The writers of the show said, the creators and writers of the show said, everyone needs a story that has a, a, a definite ending. And by having a definite ending, make sure everything is good. Now, the first three seasons, which was now Avatar Aang finding his way to success and finding his way to saving the world after being away for so long, that show ended perfectly in what way. Then it was mentioned that The Legend of Korra was coming out, the sequel series of now the new Avatar, where the where life has gone through there since. And the tale was great, but I feel it was tainted because of what was the political climate globally at the time. By saying that, I mean this. When you're trying to tell a story, but it seems you're, you're doing more preaching than telling the story, the story gets affected. Avatar, the last Avatar didn't have a political agenda. It was just a story for story's sake. The Legend of Korra had... It, it was politicized. The climate of the world at the time demanded such a production to be created, but it was so blatant that it ended up, I personally think, missing the mark. Because by pushing it to that extent, it ended up making people think of these guys. It, it's commerce for them. And because it's commerce for them, they're not going to try and make things look good for the rest of us. So it is what it is. We can run through. Take that into consideration. And ask yourself how many TV shows, movies, and stuff you've watched that has actually been compromised because of the greed of it all. Take, for example, the second season of True Detective. Now, the first season I loved because it felt like it had a story that had to do with its interpretation. The second season's ending was as bad as what I saw with the other shows, the one that ended yesterday. I'm going to keep on calling it that because maybe that way it doesn't come off as if I'm trying to give bias but tell you what to each his own some of you may enjoy the show some of you may not in the end greed sometimes takes the quality of things you create so my question to you is how many different things have you watched or how many things have you had that seemed tainted by the way the production that was trying to put together of the product ended up working against it like I feel like even the the, the Marvel's franchise of movies Towards the end, it became more excessively showing the faces of the actors playing the show and not the characters just being embodied and being just the character. I'll put it this way. I saw more of Robert Downey Jr.'s face in the last two, three movies than I saw in the first film of Iron Man. 
because Iron Man was the staple. This actor happens to be the guy who plays Iron Man. But now, I give this as my argument to prove what I'm saying is fact. When Infinity War happened, Wakanda's Black Panther, Captain America, Ant-Man, all had their costumes able to fold back and show their faces at the same time. So you mean to tell me all these technologies peaked at the same time for these three different entities who were not known, known to each other at the time, who were not even friends at the time, but they all had the same peak of technology at the same time. And they all sequentially would have their masks always melt off in nanotech at the same time. Think about that. But again, I'll make it very clear that they're just simply my thoughts and my takes on all these things. Thank you so much for listening. I'm going to try and make sure that by the time I come back in the evening, I'm going to be able to be clear enough and not sound like I'm making a big small rendition. Um, a couple of minutes left. Let's make a few drinks come to life. Say it with me now. Be Caesar or be nothing at all. You guys have a lovely day. Talk to you in the evening. Peace. Thank you.